This year, Rochester, New York is in the path of the total solar eclipse. There are lots of special events happening in town. The orchestra is putting on a special concert, the science museum is hosting a festival, and the schools are giving everyone the day off to experience the historical event. As I looked ahead at this year, I thought it might be fun to plan a special event of our own to mark this occasion in the studio. Maybe some special repertoire, an incentive program. Then I thought about the informances that the performing ensembles at the school where I teach put on early in the year. An informance, if you haven't ever heard that term before, is basically just an informal demonstration for parents of what the students are learning and what they're working on. It's held on a weeknight, usually in an open gathering space in the school, rather than in the theater where the students are on the stage. And the director spends some time talking to the audience, the parents, about the skills that they're developing and the students' learning process. What if we did something like this in the studio, I thought? I mentioned this back in episode 64, and I promised I would share more of my planning process. So here we are. Today, I'm taking you behind the scenes in real time as I research, plan, and organize my first informants for my students. I'll share a few historical examples of musicians who have exemplified this model of education and engagement, talk about ways that you could structure this, outline the necessary components that separate an informants from a performance, and share how my students and I are preparing for this event. I'm Ashley Danu, and you're listening to Field Notes on Music Teaching and Learning. Writing field notes is a way of documenting and processing what we see in the world. This podcast is a collection of creative ideas, practical strategies, and thoughtful observations from the field of music teaching and learning. Here, you'll find creative and pedagogically sound teaching tips, fresh new approaches you can use in your teaching, and insight into a few tried and true systems and creative processes designed to help you do your best work. Let's get started. It probably makes sense to start with a more formal definition of what a musical informance is. Dave Headlam, professor emeritus of music theory at the Eastman School of Music, and one of my professors when I was in grad school, defines an informants as, quote, performance for the information age, end quote. In his 2021 chapter in the Oxford Handbook of Public Music Theory, he explains that our demand for information and the current rate at which we consume it has changed how we interact and engage with music. Things like program notes, pre-concert talks, blog posts and video content, interviews with a conductor, and lecture recitals all feed this desire for information about the music we hear. We want to learn about the composer, the musical form, what makes the piece interesting or unique, stylistic features, virtuosic moments, and how it was first received when it was premiered. We want to hear what the conductor thinks, what the soloist thinks, and why they chose to perform this piece. All of this is helpful and interesting information to share with the audience. The problem, as Dave Headlam explains, is that these examples create 
a dichotomy between, quote, information time and musical time, end quote. You read the program note, then you listen to the performance. You listen to the lecture, then you listen to the performance. The goal of an informance is to create something that's more integrated, one where the musical time is more accessible and experiential for the listeners. Dave Headlam describes it as being similar to a TED Talk. There are a few criteria, he notes. Quote, the talk must have an emotional as well as an educational component. The talk should present ideas which are new or novel. The talk must present information in memorable ways. And the talk must appear effortless. End quote. I'll talk more about the components of an informants in a minute. But first, let's consider one other definition and explanation for what an informants is and can look like. Music educator and author Christine Naumos defines an informants as, quote, an informal and informative presentation of student learning that often highlights the learning process itself, end quote. This may be an open house style event or a more structured demonstration of skills or musical activities. The goal, she writes, is, quote, helping parents to connect with what their children learn in music on an everyday basis by seeing it in action, end quote. An added bonus is that it may also, quote, communicate information about your teaching style, curriculum, and learning standards, end quote. Again, I believe this is more common in general music and with K-12 performing ensembles, but in my research, I found a few historical examples of musicians and public figures who exemplified this model and set themselves apart as, quote, musical informants. The first is American conductor Leonard Bernstein. We've been hearing a lot about Bernstein recently because of the new film Maestro that came out at the end of last year. Dave Headlam wrote, quote, His lectures and writings offer a compelling combination of scholarship, musicianship, showmanship, theatricality, and performance with analytical information, end quote. Through his Harvard lecture series, omnibus TV broadcasts, and young people's concerts, Bernstein created an integrated model of education and musical presentation for the broader public. Another example is Canadian pianist Glenn Gould, who took a more scholarly approach to musical informants through his interviews, films, and various TV programs. A more contemporary example is Grammy Award-winning vocalist and conductor Bobby McFerrin. I love the clip from the World Science Festival, where he teaches the audience, with no words of introduction or instruction, how to sing the pentatonic scale. Instead of singing the scale up and down or explaining that the pentatonic scale is made up of five notes, which he certainly could have done, he engages them right away in an improvised song using the notes of the scale as a foundation. And then he improvises on top of it. If you've never seen this clip before, look for the link in the show notes. He also did this a few years ago at the Kennedy Center, with the audience singing a rhythmic accompaniment using tonic and dominant. 
Now that we've talked about what a musical informance is and studied a few examples, let's talk about how to structure it. As I mentioned at the beginning, you could think of this as an open house in your classroom, rehearsal space, or studio where friends and family simply sit in on a class or rehearsal and mostly just observe what's happening with a little explanation here and there from you as the director. Informances can also look and feel more like a performance without the pressure of being on stage or having a polished final product to present. For K-4 students, Christine Naumos recommends planning an event that's maybe 25 to 30 minutes in length. She provides a printed concert program so parents can follow along with the order of activities. And in the weeks leading up to the event, she gathers student input on what activities should be included. The performing ensembles at the school where I teach present joint informances, so they share this presentation time. So the fifth grade band may only demonstrate a few scales and the beginning of a piece that they're learning, while the sixth grade band may play two to three short selections. An informants also provides an opportunity to invite students into the creative process. The Curious Collaborative Creativity Framework, developed by Dr. Karen Collins of the Crane School of Music, promotes, quote, student-centered learning and the promotion of 21st century skills by encouraging students to select, arrange, and compose the repertoire to be studied, to work together in teams, to equally contribute to the learning and understanding of music, and to share their work through informances to engage and enlighten community members, end quote. Dr. Collins wrote an ebook on this model with Dr. Danny Gilbert called Curious Collaborative Creativity, a guide for transforming music ensembles. Look for the link to that in the show notes if you're curious to learn more. As I plan my first musical informants this spring, there are two main components that I'm focusing on, the educational and experiential. The educational component will include some sort of introduction. I'll probably do this interview style for my younger students. The introduction would include the student's name and grade, the title of the piece, the composer, and the style or character of the music. But I also want them to share where they started and how they approached the learning process with this piece. Maybe talk about practice strategies that they've used or score study or analysis or listening to recordings. Just things that they can share to kind of invite the audience into their process. Maybe they'll share something that they learned or are working on in this piece, a new concept or skill. And I also like to ask them about their favorite musical moment. The experiential component will include some way to involve the audience in the performance or musical experience somehow. For instance, students could invite the audience to respond to the dynamics in their piece or hum the melody or practice a technique in the air, tap a primary rhythm pattern that occurs throughout the piece, or move in some way. Another experiential idea is doing some kind of an improv with a parent using um, maybe a pentatonic or a whole tone scale where one person would play CDE and one would play the group of three black keys. A rhythm play along could be a fun activity for students to do alongside the audience. 
clapbacks or playbacks could be fun to do with the audience. And then, of course, creating space for questions and comments from the audience about the music being shared. Again, these are just my initial thoughts and planning notes in real time, so this may change as I develop my ideas and discuss things with my students. I was talking about this with one of my high school students in a lesson last week. I recommended a piece in her repertoire book that matches the theme of the solar eclipse, and after reading through it, she commented on the ending and ideas other than what was notated for how to end the piece. That's a great question to pose to the audience at the informants, I said. You could prepare three different endings and have the audience vote on which one they'd like to hear you play. Her eyes lit up and she said, I can do that? I love that idea. It's my hope that this experience provides my students with an opportunity to feel that level of excitement and joy about sharing what they're learning and inviting the audience into the musical experience. In the next episode, I'll share more specifics on our upcoming musical informants, the repertoire I'm choosing, the questions I'm posing to my students to help them prepare, opportunities for student creativity and input, and how I'm organizing it with parents and families. Stay tuned. Thanks so much for listening today. For written notes, related links, and more information on today's topic, visit ashleydanu.com slash fieldnotes. You can find me on Instagram at ashleydanu. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you'd subscribe and leave a review in Apple Podcasts. This will help others discover this content in the future. Plus, I'd love to hear what you like about the show and if there's anything specific you'd like to hear in the future. Again, thanks so much for tuning in today. See you next time.